For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to talk about the Golden State Warriors and some of their games coming up over the next couple of days from a betting perspective. Before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports. March Madness and baseball are finally upon us. Bet Online has you covered with all of the updated news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Support for this podcast brought to you by Just Alive, a trusted source for high-quality wellness CBD products created by athletes just for you. I personally have had issues with maintaining focus and energy levels throughout the day, and that's why Just Alive has come up with their new CBD gummy line. They have six different flavors and functions, including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C, plus their vegan and low sugar. Just Live was founded by professional athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez because they wanted to create a CBD product that they could trust and that they could stand behind. If you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, or immune health, I highly recommend giving them a try. Plus, if you buy one, you get one free of the new gummy line with the code word SUPPORT at JustLive.com. That's buy one, get one free at JustLive.com using the code word SUPPORT. As the weather gets a little bit warmer and you end up spending more time outside, one important thing that you have to keep in mind is how good your sunglasses are. And one place that could definitely help you with that is Canaan. It is time to make your outdoor experience better with them. Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make the lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger. And they have Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code CanaanCast15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15. Canon clearly better. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rain Barrier Podcast. Now, before we went on break, we previewed what we're going to be doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about Golden State and the upcoming games that they have for uh, the next couple of days. However, the only issue with that is the fact that we only know about one game. And the reason why is because of the fact that it is a winner-go-home game between the Warriors and the Grizzlies taking place tomorrow. So for that reason, we can't exactly speculate as to what's going to happen in the playoffs. We can assume what will happen if Golden State wins, which we might end up doing. But either way, we'll talk about that game. But since we only have one game to officially talk about, we're going to do a deep dive on the game last night between Golden State and the Lakers. And now I know, of course, that game was disappointing. For some Golden State fans, but there was actually a lot to like based on the fact that the Lakers, of course, defending champions with AD and LeBron. Uh, I know that they were laying around five and a half or so and Golden State covered. So the game was very close. Game was fantastic. And if you watch it, I'm sure that you had just a very good experience as a basketball fan. Maybe not as a Warriors fan, but it was definitely a very, very solid 
piece of content. But either way, we're going to dive in and talk about what happened in that game. Now, first of all, we got to start off with the first half. Golden State got off to a really nice start, which was very, very, uh, I'd say, impressive. A Golden State went into a hostile environment and took control, ended up leading by 13 at the break. Curry had that ridiculous step-back fadeaway three to go into halftime, and then everything kind of exploded for Curry in the second half as he ended up ending the game with 37 points. Wiggins also played pretty well. He ended up going 10 for 18, 21 points, so he showed up. He played well. Bazemore was okay. 3 for 10, not great, but did have 10 points. Uh, Jordan Poole, 4 for 9. Descano Anderson, 3 for 7. So efficiency-wise, the team was okay. Warriors shot about 44.6% from the floor, but shot 44.1% from 3. So that was definitely a good sign. The defense as a whole did pretty well, held the Lakers to just 103 points. AD went 10 of 14, mostly because of Draymond. Draymond, I believe, held Anthony Davis to 4 of 13 shooting whenever he guarded him, which was very impressive. LeBron had a triple-double, had 22-11-10 on 7 of 17 from the floor. Then he also hit that game-winning three-pointer from the parking lot with the shot clock running down. Really not much you can do there. LeBron just made an insane shot and ended up being the dagger for the game. But the point is you have to look at Golden State, and I will go through a couple of things and main reasons why this team lost. First of all, had to do with offense. I know that the Lakers slowed the pace down, I thought it would be a low-scoring game, ended up being an extremely low-scoring game, but when you have Curry going for 37, Wiggins going for 21, and nobody else scores more than 10 points, you're going to have some issues. And I know that Draymond played 41 minutes, he was great defensively, and I'm not taking that away from him, but he had 2 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 0 for 5 from the floor, 6 turnovers, 5 fouls. The fouls I'll, I'll let slide, because regarding Anthony Davis, that's going to be annoying and you're going to end up picking up some fouls. So I'll ignore that. But the six turnovers mixed with the zero field goals made is just so brutal to have a player on the court who actually cannot shoot. And I've been criticizing Draymond for that for months. I know defensively he was huge, and he was a big reason why they were in the game, especially with three steals and three blocks. But you can't go 0 for 5 from the floor. That that just can't happen, especially with the six turnovers. That's going to be a huge issue especially with a team that doesn't have many weapons offensively besides Curry in the first place if you're just handing away basically free possessions for the defense because Draymond's going to either a shoot the ball or b turn it over that's going to kill you and if you want to talk about what happened there that's 11 wasted possessions because you have five missed shots and you have six turnovers that's 11 uh possessions with nothing to show for it and you know when you lose by three that's definitely going to factor in but it happens. Kevon Looney, 6 points, 13 rebounds. He was pretty solid, even though offensively he's not very good. But he went 3 for 6. I also had 2 blocks, so pretty impressive there. But at the end of the day, this Golden State team needs one guy, or potentially more, and that guy's Clay Thompson. And if Thompson was there, Golden State could be in potentially a, a championship window because Clay is exactly what this team needs, another 3-point shooter who can uh, you know, really just improve the spacing for this overall team. Bazemore is not exactly a great three-point shooter. Did go three for five yesterday. Wiggins, one for five from three. Not exactly a great three-point shooter in general. But with Draymond being basically an exclusive facilitator at this point, you need more shooters. And Clay would have definitely been a huge piece for this team this season. But since he's not there, this team did a pretty good job hanging tough anyway with the defending champions. And it eventually did not work out. But... 
Not much you can do about it. You got outscored by 17 in the second half, which is never a fun time. But I feel like everyone who was watching the game assumed the Lakers would put up a serious run and that they wouldn't roll over. So I can't say it's that big of a surprise that the Lakers ended up fighting tooth and nail to get the job done, and they did so. So the Lakers are now the seventh seed, taking on Phoenix in the first round. And that's going to take us to the main attraction here. The main game here, the final game for one of these two teams between Golden State and Memphis that will be taking place on Friday night. If you want to look at the betting numbers for this game, the Warriors are favored. This game will be taking place at the Chase Center, and Golden State is currently laying about 3.5 points with a total of around 221. Total opened up at around 223, down to 220.5, mostly going to be under money on pretty much every playoff game. If you have not noticed that, there have been a lot of under money uh, spots for games, and they've really mostly come in. But looking at this matchup here, sounds like a bit of deja vu, because these teams did play in the regular season finale, which Golden State won. Also reminds me, we didn't recap what ended up happening last week. We had a very solid week. Only two games to talk about. We thought Golden State would beat New Orleans. They did. We thought Golden State would beat Memphis. They did. So, ended up sweeping the board there last week with the Warriors. But looking at uh, this upcoming matchup, uh, we're going to have to do a deep dive onto the regular season finale because Golden State won that game by 12, and that game was very close. Uh, I know that Golden State ended up getting off to a slow start. Curry went absolutely nuts. He had 46 points in that game. Memphis, however, even though they lost by 12, didn't make it a one-possession game with less than, I believe, six minutes remaining. Uh, just to actually confirm that, though. Memphis won a pretty big run, entered the fourth quarter down 17, and ended up going on a big run, cut it to one with, actually they tied the game with about six and a half minutes to go, and they tied it once again with about five, uh, what was it, about 5.08 to go. So game was very close, tie game, and then Golden State won on a massive 18-6 to six run to close it out, which is why Golden State picked up a win, but... The issue I have with Golden State, which you ended up seeing yesterday and you did see in the regular season finale and even against Utah towards the end of the regular season, was the fact that this team in the fourth quarter is not very good at closing out opponents. And I know that in their uh, last couple of games, the fourth quarter defense has not been too great. You have up 32 to Memphis. You look at Utah, gave a bunch of points there. They don't really get many stops late in games, and that's going to be a problem, especially with a winner-go-home situation where Memphis is going to be throwing everything but the kitchen sink at this team late in the game. But you want to talk about the actual match at the end of the day, Golden State did enough to get the job done. Curry is unguardable, and Memphis had no answers throughout. Curry, I said before, at 46, he went 9 of 22 from 3, 16 of 36 from the floor. Yep, he took 36 shots. And the truth is, I can't blame him, because he's going to do whatever he wants, and nobody can stop him, and I feel like you're fine with it. But 46, 9, and 7... Is a good day there. Wiggins was good as well. 21 points, 10 rebounds, 9 of 16 from the floor. Draymond had 14, 9, and 9. 14 points would be huge in this regular season finale from Draymond. You look at the rest of the actual team. Bazemore didn't really do anything. Mulder didn't do anything. But Toscano Anderson had 9 points, and Poole had 15 points. So some other guys stepped up. Golden State shot 49-plus percent from the floor, 38-plus percent from three. And that's going to be a recipe for success for Golden State. But defensively, this team did a pretty good job. I know Valanciunas killed this team, which you really can't be surprised by. Valanciunas, I believe, had a 20-20 and game yesterday against San Antonio. But in the regular season finale, 
He was fantastic. 12 of 15 from the floor, 29 points, 16 rebounds. He was phenomenal. But if you look at the rest of the actual team for Memphis, really it wasn't the most efficient night, or efficient day, I should say, for that team. Uh, Morant was awful. He had 16 points, 9 assists, but he went 7 of 21 from the floor, 1 for 6 from 3. I have no idea why Morant took 6 three-pointers, but, you know, he's going to do his own thing. He was pretty good against the Spurs yesterday, but Morant has been pretty inconsistent all season long, and we'll see what happens in that play-in game. But everyone else, though, Brooks won 6 of 14, 18 points, played pretty well. Uh, you had Jackson, who ended up going 5 for 13, uh, 2 for 7 from 3, 14.7 rebounds, but did have 3 steals and 2 blocks, so he was very good defensively. But that's going to take us to my actual thoughts on this upcoming matchup. Golden State, as I said before, is laying three and a half, and the total is at around 220 221. First of all, I like the under in this spot. Memphis played an extremely slow paced game against the Spurs in the first playing game, and that game ended up flying under by about 30 points, about 28 points or so. I see a low scoring game. I think both teams should buckle down defensively, and I think you will see this game turn into a massive grind. Meanwhile, you look at the actual spread in this game. Golden State's laying three and a half, and this spread makes no sense to me. I got to take Golden State. I don't really know how you just beat a team about a week ago by 12, and now you're laying three and a half at home once again. It doesn't make any sense to me. Golden State is 25 and 11 at home. Phenomenal home team, and Curry has proven time and time again, even with the number one defense and the Lakers guarding him, they can't stop him as he had 30 plus points yesterday. He's an absolute lunatic. But Memphis can't guard him, and I do think that Memphis just doesn't really have enough firepower to match. Golden State has a, great, has a great amount of ball movement. This team defensively is very good, and this team gave the Lakers all they could handle. I don't think the Warriors should be discouraged. They hung tough. They were in there late, and then it ended up not working out. But against Memphis, I just think Golden State's the better team. They have more playoff experience, and I think that they'll be able to get the job done. So I like Golden State minus a 3.5. This game should be close throughout, but I do think Golden State goes on a run there and I think they'll end up winning this game by about five. So I'll go with Golden State, and I'll also take the under. I think you will see a competitive, but a relatively low-scoring, defensive-minded game. Now, other than that, though, looking at uh, the rest of, well, just the topics in general, if Golden State does end up winning this game against Memphis, they will be playing Utah in the first round, which should be pretty interesting because Golden State did beat Utah when they played a couple weeks ago. That game was very close. Uh, Golden State won at home by three. However, of course, Mitchell did not play. Neither did Connolly. So I'm not exactly sure what you can take away from those games. We'll worry about that once the game ends up finishing against Memphis. But either way, we'll be optimistic. We'll assume Golden State's going to win. And if they do, then hopefully they'll be able to be competitive with Utah. We won't be able to actually go over that series before it actually starts, regardless. But if we wanted to go through it briefly... I think if Golden State beats Memphis, I think this team is very live. I think this team could beat Utah. Utah is a team that I'm not exactly sold on. As a one seed, something's just off with this team. First of all, Mitchell, you don't exactly know how sharp he's going to be since he hasn't played in several weeks. But even the supporting cast, I don't really trust anybody on this team late in games. I do think that Mitchell's a big game player, and you saw that against Denver last year in the first round. But besides him, do I really trust Mike Conley? No. Do I really trust Gobert, who doesn't have much offensive talent? No. Bogdanovich, I like, but do I really want him to be my second option in a Game 7 of a playoff series? Probably not. Clarkson, I think, is going to be a serious make-or-break player for this team. 
especially since he only provides value through scoring. He doesn't really pass the ball much, and you know he's going to take a bunch of shots off the bench. But if he has an off game or an off series, he might single-handedly sabotage Utah. So I think that's definitely worth keeping in mind. But at the end of the day, I think that Golden State is pretty live against Utah. I think that series should go 6 or 7. I'm not going to actually make a pick on the series. I'll worry about that when we end up getting through to next Thursday. But everything I just said might be meaningless if Golden State loses to Memphis. So I'm not really going to dive too deep into it when it hasn't actually been decided yet if that's going to be a series. But either way, though, that has been this installment of the Ben and Barry Podcast. Good luck to all of you and your respective best today. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.